All right, let's fucking do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the greatest one-man show in the history of all mankind. This is the Dusty Smith Show. I love you. Thank you for joining me tonight, uh, folks. Didn't goddamn shit happen this weekend. Talk about a slow news weekend. So for those of you who love hearing me talk about Elon Musk, you're in luck. Most of the show is about Elon Musk and Kanye West tonight. Uh, some people have been bitching about it, but like uh, bitch harder because it's interesting. And we need to cover it because the richest man in the world seems to be rapidly burning $44 billion. And uh, also... Uh, you guys got to help me with the audio tonight. So I think I know why the audio has been fucking up. Not sure, but we're trying something new. Um, I think it's because of this motherfucking thing right here. The Focusrite uh, I2I, whatever the fuck, 2I2. This thing costs 200 goddamn dollars. Uh, and I think this has been the entirety of the fucking problem the entire time. I finally tried to run down the problem we've been having with the audio and a lot of people have had the same problem with this now somebody recommended this to me somebody who's like an audio guy and i think this might be good for music but i don't think it's worth a shit for podcasting so i have something new now and hopefully the audio is not gonna be out of sync or we're gonna try it out and see what the fuck happens you guys let me know i don't know if the uh Levels are correct, so we've got to adjust the levels as we go. I just installed this brand new thing, so hopefully that's going to fix the problem. If not, I'm going to cry and cry and cry. And you don't want to see that, because I ugly cry. It's the only time I'm ugly. And anyway, $200 is not cheap. $200 is fucking expensive, man. Ooh, you caviar motherfuckers. Ooh la la, $200. I just light... It's cigarettes with $100 bills and throw them away. I'm rich as fuck. No, $200 is a lot of fucking money for me. For shit like this that don't goddamn work. Hell no. I could have bought whippets with that. That's a whole two days of whippets I could have done. And now I can't do it because these motherfuckers want to make cheap ass shitty products. All right? So, mad. Anyway, what you gonna do? So, folks, as always, I'm going to read all of the Super Chats at halftime. Um... So you should super chat me. You'll feel good about yourself. And also, it makes you live forever in a way if you think about it. I don't really think about it too hard. But think about it just enough to super chat me. All of them read at halftime. So immortal yourself forever and ever and ever in the super chats. It's the lifeblood of the show. Uh, do it to it. But let's go ahead and kick off this show. Uh, we only have one religious bullshit tonight. Is that even worth me playing the theme? I'm just saying it. It's time for religious bullshit. Now that never had a single lesson and First and last on uh, tonight's religious bullshit. Man, they got so much fucking money, folks. Um, church is just a performance. It's like a play. People go to be entertained, but then they fool themselves to believe, hey, I'm going to this concert where this music and uh, actors are acting and I'm being entertained, but also God loves me for it and I'm never going to die and uh, going to see all my loved ones and also like all the bad things I've done. Hey, it's like I never fucking did them because I went to church. So uh, they justify it to themselves while they're paying all this money to be entertained. But the churches are just there to con you and uh, 
put on shows and concerts and stuff to entertain you while they bilk you of money. And here's how much money they have. Here's a great example of a local megachurch spending their money incredibly wisely. homeless people you guys could have housed and fed and starving children and medical bills and shit you could have paid why are you wasting the money christians of course i know why you're doing it because like the bigger spectacle you put on the more idiots you can draw into your pews and the more money you can collect from the doofs so anyway i still ain't going i don't give a shit how entertaining you try to make it christians try harder fuckos and all right that was my uh that was my religious bullshit for tonight. That's all I had. I told you it was a slow news weekend, and as always, we know who's to blame. You, you lazy motherfuckers, staying at home, not doing goddamn shit. You're supposed to be out there fucking shit up, making content for me. God damn it, I gotta do everything, my goddamn stuff. You know what I did this weekend? It's off the subject. Um, so, I don't know why, but I have uh, this gaming steering wheel and these steering pedals that I bought two years ago. Two fucking years ago, they've been sitting in the room, and I never once even plugged them into the computer. I don't know why I bought this shit. Dusty just dumb, yo, just wasting fucking money. So anyway, uh, I'm laying around. I'm like, hey, you know that stupid bullshit you bought two years ago? Why don't you plug it in and give it a shot? So I hooked up my driving steering wheel and my pedals, and then I put on my VR headset and tried all that out together. And I gotta say, that shit was fucking badass, dude. I didn't think it was going to be that good, but like the steering wheel fights you and shit when you're on the gravel. You can't fucking move that thing. You're sitting there fighting with this goddamn electronic steering wheel and shit's coming at you. Dudes are knocking your car over as they slam you from behind. And usually I enjoy getting slammed from behind, but not this time. Anyway, it was pretty cool. That's what I did. So next up, we got to cover all the Elon Musk debacle for this week. And uh, you know why? Cause he shall be Elon. And dudes, I seriously need somebody to make me an intro for the Elon Musk section. I uh, never did because I was like, I'm not going to be covering Elon Musk very much. Here and there a little bit. That's all that's going to be necessary. I had no idea how insane this motherfucker was going to fuck everything up. Wish it did, but I didn't. So someone out there, anybody, uh, make me a very short intro for the Elon Musk section. I would appreciate it. Work for free, dudes. I love you. I guess I could pay somebody to do it, but uh, what you gonna do? I'm spending all my money on bullshit like this. Fuck my life. Could have paid somebody for what I paid for that. Anyway, um, first off, on the Elon Musk bullshit. So Elon Musk is the most divorced guy I've ever seen in my entire life. Posting shit like this. My bedside table. Okay, so we're going to analyze his bedside table in a minute. But before we do that, let's read the tweet from CatTurd2. Because CatTurd1 wasn't enough. We needed a second one. Um, so, incredibly right-wing influencer Twitter account, CatTurd. Because, of course, one of the most influence, influential right-wing Twitter accounts is... Uh, cat turd that just makes sense really if you think about it anyway 
He's like, LOL, this is going to trigger the left more than anything you've ever tweeted. Let the tears start falling like rain. And he nailed me. I'm so triggered by this for some reason. All right, let's have a look at it. Um, It appears he has some kind of a flintlock. And it, it's George Washington crossing the Rubicon, I guess. I think maybe. And then he has this other gun. That doesn't even look like a real gun. That looks like something from Cyberpunk 2077 or something. Oh, no. And uh, then he got, I don't know what this is. Is that a watch? I don't even know what that is. Is that a weird dildo? I have questions. Anyway, and then a, uh, a jar. I assume he collects his piss in to drink later. And then, um, caffeine-free Diet Coke. Now, none of this bothers me in any way except for the caffeine-free Diet Coke. What kind of fucking psychopath drinks caffeine-free Diet Coke? Now, I understand the diet part. You don't want the calories, all right? So, uh, it doesn't taste as good as regular Coke, but you put on a few pounds and people made fun of you because you took your shirt off and you glued in the dark because you were so wide and uh, you, you were sucking your gut. and it was, it was obvious, right? So, you're like, I got to drink some fucking Diet Coke. I understand. I feel you, Elon. I'm drinking... Uh, Coke Zero Cherry, because that's the drink of champions. But, um, who in the fucking world drinks Diet Coke that's caffeine-free? Like, caffeine's the only good part about it. You don't get the sugar. You don't get the good taste. You gotta have this fucking nasty piss water in your mouth. The caffeine, the caffeine's the only good part. It's the go-go juice. How the fuck do you expect to fix Twitter without caffeine, Elon Musk? So, uh, Cat Turd is right. I'm owned, and I'm triggered, and I'm crying, so they're happy, folks. They're so happy how sad this is making us. I don't know. They're so fucking ridiculous, and uh, I agree. This is basically if you type divorced into an AI art generator, and as an expert on uh, AI art generators, that's true. I did this, and this came up, so nailed it, and then apparently uh, they... Making memes to make fun of him with Homer Simpson. My bedside table. And I also want to say, like, I don't know how this is possible. Dusty Smith clears, like, 35 grand a year or something like that. I don't make goddamn shit, all right? I, I make nothing. And somehow my room is cooler than Elon Musk's room. I don't know how that's possible. I have a movie screen, 110 movie screen. I have a widescreen monitor, OLED television, television, television monitor. I have VR headsets around. How the fuck is my shit cooler than the richest man in the world? This motherfucker, this motherfucker can't even be rich correctly. You're not doing it right, Elon. Come on, man. Step your game up. Anyway, uh, and then here's a clip from uh, The Simpsons. My bedside table. I sleep next to a gun and four Diet Cokes to you. And then Homer says, uh, I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Uh, I ain't got a wife, but I got cats. That's not sad. Shut the fuck up. Uh, anyway embarrassing but what do you expect from elon but that is not stopping the nut lickers from being all up inside elon's jock i used to have this uh sexual fantasy i used to masturbate to i know this is too much information i don't give a fuck this is the dusty smith show i say whatever i want uh when i was a kid and uh my sexual fantasy was like i was shrunken to this uh miniature size and then i crawled in this girl's panties and then i would just hang by her pubic hair with my teeth just hanging from her teeth. Now, I don't know why that was sexy to me when I was like uh, 12, but that was the hottest thing in the fucking world. Well, basically, Jordan Peterson has stolen my sexual fantasy, but instead, he's doing it to Elon Musk. He just swinging from the nut hairs of Elon Musk as much as he can possibly get. 
it's sort of disturbing. So anyway, uh, Elon in desperation mode to convince everybody that everything's cool. Everything's working as intended. He's a super fucking genius. And uh, it's all goring according to plan. So he had the super geniuses over Twitter make up some charts to show how cool and amazing everything's going. And uh, they're recruiting after he fired everybody in the goddamn world. Don't you want to go work for Elon Musk? As well as he's treated his employees. Of course you do. Um, new user signups at an all-time high. Yeah, amazing. User active minutes. Also at an all-time high. Everybody loves a train wreck. They love watching you fail. Uh, hate speech and pressures are lower. I don't believe you. I'm literally getting all kinds of bullshit from hateful people. You just guys, you guys just changed what you consider hate speech. Now it's okay to call trans people and gay people groomers all day long. Everybody's a groomer. Everybody's a pedophile. It's not hate speech when you guys do it. It's completely fine. So I see through that. Um, so anyway, I don't believe a fucking word of any of this. But even if it was true, right? It, and I'm sure probably numbers are up somewhat. But all the advertisers are gone. All this is doing is costing you more money. The infrastructure is very expensive to run Twitter. And without the advertising dollars, you're just losing even more money. He just talked about losing $4 million a day. So uh, anyway, Jordan Peterson's like, this is what failure looks like to the left because he's so intellectually honest, isn't he? Got 48,000, almost 50,000 likes. But I responded, dude, this guy just paid $44 billion for a company that he claims is losing $4 million a day. There's a genius business decision. And after he was the owner for only one week, started publicly discussing the fact they might go bankrupt, which he did. And over half the main advertisers have already fled the site, according to him. But yeah, it's the left who was out of touch, Jordan Peterson. Not to mention the fucking debacle with Twitter Blue that has uh, the FTC checking in on him. And uh, not to mention the European Union looking to pull out. Not to mention the trouble he's having with Apple, which would be disastrous to Twitter. It's not fucking going well. No matter how much you pretend it goddamn is, uh, not everybody's a fucking shill like you, Jordan Peterson. Buy a fucking clue, dude. You have plenty of money. Put down the benzos for a second. but uh, And then Elon Musk doing what he does, folks. It's obviously not going well for Elon Musk, but he always got to put on a brave face and pretend like things are just going the best they've ever done to try to fool people. Because if you can fool enough people into believing that the ship is not sinking, maybe that you maybe you can like... Uh, reinflate the ocean i guess um so he's like i think i see a path to twitter exceeding a billion monthly users in 12 to 18 months definitely definitely true from the same man who said i'll put a man on mars in 10 years he said that exactly 10 years ago great job elon didn't you do it didn't you put a man you didn't you're not even fucking you haven't even sent anything towards mars at all really huh it's almost like you're full of shit. And also from the same dude who said, based on current trends, probably close to zero new cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. by the end of April. He said this in uh, 2020. Nailed it, didn't you? He didn't know that? He was wrong by about 7 million deaths? Huh. Oh. Almost seems like he's not that smart at predicting things. And, uh, at least he's got Fox and friends to have his back. Basically, they're shilling for him now, trying to make it look like everything's going great. Fox and friends. Alyssa Milano ripped for trading her Tesla 
for a Volkswagen. And then uh, Twitter data shows drop in hate speech under Musk. That's right, advertisers. You should all rush back immediately and advertise with Twitter because everything's going swell, at least according to Fox News. Yeah, in no way has this place been turned into a right-wing hellscape. And if there's one person you can trust, it's Fox News to tell you that. So, uh, yikes. And then... This is their new narrative, folks. Of course, it's not new, but they're just going full in on it now. The right knows that they don't have any policy positions that are popular. They have nothing. They have no answers to fucking anything. In fact, just the opposite. They're trying to make things worse so they have something to complain about. Like when they voted against doing anything about inflation, they voted against doing anything about gas prices, over and over again, they do whatever they fucking can uh, to ensure the problems never get fixed in this country because all they have is bitching. So now, all they're doing now is just calling everybody who disagrees with them on the left a pedophile. That's it. And they are free speech warriors. So anybody who uh, talks shit about us, anybody who criticizes us, is a pedophile who hates free speech. That's all they fucking got. So Tim Pool's been doing nothing on his Twitter account but spewing the most vile, horrendous bullshit towards trans people and gay people. Stuff that's going to cause violence against them 100%. Already has, there's no doubt. So his response is to double down. They're claiming that Elon Musk is so hated because all he's doing is going on Twitter and removing pedophiles. Dan the Smooth Dork says, So, if I understand correctly, Twitter fired 90% of its workforce, and the only thing that's changed is the site is actually deleting child porn now. Uh, First off, did anybody see any child porn before? I've been on Twitter since the very beginning, since for 15 years. I have never once seen any child porn on Twitter. What the fuck are they talking about? They're acting like, Child porn was rampant on Twitter under the old management, and Elon Musk's hero came in, and now he's banning all the child porn, which was nothing but leftists. They're literally just making this fucking shit up. So Tim Pool says, This is why groomers are trying to get me and Matt Walsh and Liz of TikTok killed. Uh, no, motherfucker. It's because you're spreading vow hatred that's getting other people killed. You're reaping what you sow, you know? You get back what you put out there. You live by the sword. You die by the sword. If you need some uh, biblical references, Beanie Baby. And uh, he ain't the only one spreading this narrative. Here's a convicted felon, Dinesh D'Souza. I wonder if a hidden motive for the rage against Elon Musk is that he's nuking a whole bunch of pedophile accounts. This could wipe out a significant fraction of the cultural left. Of course, they can't openly scream about that, so they pretend to be offended on principle. So, first off, we already know that conservatives are much, 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 much more likely to be pedophiles. The churches, that's where the vast majority of pedophiles are are, are finding their victims. We know this. And also, Christian organizations like the Boy Scouts, who molested 80,000 boys, 80,000. So we already know it's not the left doing this. They have no evidence that it's the left or drag queen story hour that has led to a single child being molested. So they're just fucking lying. But also, what are they talking about? What accounts were spreading pedophilia on Twitter? 
I literally had no. And why aren't they like, why aren't you sharing like the posts from these pedophiles? Like, obviously, like blank out the pedophile part. But if they, if this was happening, wouldn't they be showing it instead of just claiming it's happening? But no, it's all bullshit. But this is their new tactic. Everybody we don't like is a pedophile. You're all pedophiles. But also, uh, could you guys be more civil? Why can't we have civil debates on here? Why aren't you pedophiles being more civil? It's just absolutely garbage. But some advertisers are starting to notice. And one of those is Apple. So Apple is strict as fuck about how, uh, who they allow on their platform. You know, Apple sells apps and shit. And even though Twitter's free, whatever you buy on Twitter, Apple gets a cut. And Apple is very concerned with brand safety. So they have a a strict terms of service that every app on their site has to use. And they've noticed the spread and hate speech, uh, the fact that Elon Musk is signal boosting for some of the most vow right-wing accounts on Twitter constantly. The fact that, like I shared on my last show, four times at the top of my feed was an educational post, a post under the educational heading from Andrew Tate. You know, Andrew Tate, the human trafficker, con man, piece of shit, remember? So, advertisers are noticing, and they're also noticing the fact that Elon's claiming he's going to bring back every single person who harassed People enough to get booted off Twitter. Every single racist who got booted off Twitter. Every single homophobe, transphobe, every piece of shit that has ever been removed from Twitter, he's going to bring them all back. And so Apple is like, uh, yeah, you guys might want to do something about your content moderation because we have very strict rules. And if you don't meet them, we're going to remove you. And holy shit, if they remove Twitter from the Apple store, it's game over for Twitter. Something like over 50% of the real life people, not bots, that use Twitter from day to day do so from Apple iOS. They are set to lose 50%. Now, yes, you can still use the browser in your iPhone to get on Twitter, but no one, I don't say no one, most people are not going to do that. Most people just click on the app because it's very convenient. You're not going to look up a browser and type Twitter and, sh- and fuck with that shit. Most people are not do that. So if they get removed from Apple, it's going to be fucking huge. And they're already hemorrhaging $4 million a day. The site is not doing well. So if they lose half their main people from Apple, that's it. It's game fucking over. So Elon Musk is freaking the fuck out. He is melting down. He's trying to put social pressure on Apple not to do this, which doesn't seem smart. Seems like he should be privately talking to them, trying to work it out. But instead, publicly, he's challenging them. So first off, he posted, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? This is literally free speech, Elon Musk. To conservatives, free speech is when you give us money. If you refuse to give us money, you hate free speech. But no, one of the main parts of free speech is not being compelled to say things or to support other people you don't want to support. Protest is as American as apple pie. That's one of the main parts of free speech. And if you think someone is running something very shittily, you can pull your advertising dollars. But let's say they only did it because they think you're a fucking shithead. 
That's the only reason they're pulling their dollars. Um, that's still free speech, motherfucker. That's capitalism. They can do anything with their money they want to. But, of course, they have to rebrand uh, all this as they're free speech haters for not giving me money, the richest men of the world. It's just absolutely tripe, transparent fucking bullshit. But he spent all day melting down over it. Apple has also threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, but won't tell us why. Oh, I'll tell you why. I've already explained it to you um, very clearly. Just go watch my last four or five shows. I, I, have, I cannot make it any clearer to why Apple is bailing on your dumpster fire hate speech horseshit, Elon Musk. You can try to reframe it as a free speech issue all you want to. Uh, but only the dumbest motherfuckers are buying. Even the dumbest motherfuckers are not buying it. Even your sickle fans really don't believe it. They just don't give a shit because they're uh, worthless trolls. That's who your fan base is. Then he goes on to say, uh, yeah, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech in America? What's going on here, Tim Cook? Yeah. Publicly call out the CEO of Apple. That should work out for you, Will. Then he's doing another poll. Apple should publish all censorship actions it has taken that affect its customers. Yeah. Uh, release your private documents there, Apple. That's definitely going to happen. Then he says, secret suppression of free speech by Apple. Customers were never told what the hell is going on here. And look, don't make me defend Apple because Apple fucking terrible. I don't own an iPhone. Apple mistreats their employees worse than Elon Musk. And that's saying something. So I hope both these companies kill each other. I don't give a fuck about Apple, but uh, I love seeing them fight each other. Then Eli wasn't done yet. Library says, during COVID, Apple demanded our apps filter some search terms for being returned. If we did not filter the terms, our apps would not be allowed in the store. Probably because they didn't want you guys spreading information on their app store that could lead people to dying. They didn't want to be associated with that, but that's how capitalism works, right? It's not free speech. Free speech is only when the government tries to shut you up. Uh, when a private company does it, that's fucking capitalism. The thing you guys pretend you love. But when capitalism doesn't do exactly what you want to, suddenly you guys don't like it so much. Huh? Capitalism has been very good to you, Elon Musk. You might want to shut the fuck up about it. And uh, so Tech AU says something very sensible to Elon Musk. Says, is this really a, a fight we want to pick? An awful lot of your Tesla customers use iOS to access their cars. If that app gets pulled, it'll significantly impact your ability to sell to Apple customers. Cards are way less convenient than BT entry. So he's just trying to be sensible. Quit picking a fight with Apple, dude. A lot of your customers use Apple, and it'll be very inconvenient if you do this. To which Elon says, are you suggesting Apple would use its duopolis powers to hurt Tesla? I mean, don't companies do that all the time? Don't they sabotage each other all the time? Isn't this just part of corporate America? Hell yeah, they would, Elon. Absolutely. And you would do the exact same thing. Why are you pretend like you're too good for it? And then somebody posted... That 97.5% of Apple's donations are to Democratic parties? Uh, yeah. Don't they have the right to <laughs> donate to anybody they want to? And then he says, well, they don't sound biased at all. They're a fucking corporation. They never claim to be fucking unbiased. They claim they make phones. And if you guys like them, you can buy them. End of relationship. Fucking whining bitch. And then more and more and more of his meltdown. So then he's like, 
pay 30% to Apple or go to war? And Elon's like, I'm going to war, motherfucker, yeah! Everything's going so great, I'm going to get banned by Apple so this whole goddamn website can go bankrupt. I can lose $44 million. I'm a super genius. He's just so desperate to seem like a badass to the fucking morons that follow him. But here's the most hilarious part about it. He's like, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech? Sent from Twitter iPhone! What you doing, Elon? You're literally giving... First off, you're giving free advertising. Why do they need to pay you for advertising when you, with your 200 million subscribers or whatever the fuck it is, are giving them free advertisement? And also, why are you using their products, Elon? You might want to boycott a motherfucker if you're that serious about it. Beyond parody, folks. And then... So the sycophants uh, got their panties in a bunch. These Elon Musk worshipers. They're like, hey, just make your own phone, Elon. You're obviously a super genius. You're basically a superhuman. You can do anything. Magic. You can just magically make a, a beautiful working phone appear. So Liz Wheeler says, if Apple and Google boot Twitter from their app stores, Elon Musk should produce his own smartphone. Half the country would happily ditch the biased, snooping iPhone and Android. They wouldn't. I'll explain why. She goes on to say, the man builds rockets to Mars. When? When did he build a rocket to Mars? As Steve Schaub said, he has to date built exactly zero rockets to Mars. He hasn't even fucking been to the moon. What the fuck are you talking about? A silly little smartphone should be easy. Right? Um, no. First off, if he makes his own smartphone, then he has to have his own operating system from the smartphone. You know, uh, Android and uh, iPhone have their own operating systems. And he could do this, right? Definitely could make his own uh, operating system. But here's the problem with it. The apps in the App Store are already designed to work mainly with iPhone, but also secondary with Android. And with another competitor coming into the race all of the apps have to update it rewrite their code to where it works with elon's new operating system which is going to be the last thing on their mind just some of them might do it but there's going to be a large swath of apps that are not available on the phone because people are not going to want to make the new app for the new phone and also updates to the new phone are going to be the last in line because apple and android are going to get the first patches to make their shit work so yeah if you want shitty apps that are third in line to get support and a phone that doesn't have all the apps the other stores have then sure elon might be able to do that but he's not gonna do it it's all fucking stupid uh and i wish he would because it would be fucking hilarious to watch that also fail but that inside the fucking butt kissers tim pool Shut up and take my money. Yeah, I'll buy your fucking Tesla phone. God, they're such fucking cucks, and I hate that word. But these are the guys who continuously champion and celebrate alpha males. But you cannot find a bigger bunch of spineless ass kissers than the right. Holy shit, they're so spineless and willing to worship other people. I don't know anybody on the left that worships people like the right does. Nobody's worshiping Joe Biden like this. 
Nobody's worshiping any fucking Democrat like they worship Trump and Elon Musk. It's just wild how easily they are to sway. And of course, uh, Polte says, like this tweet if you will throw out your iPhone immediately if Tim Cox delete Twitter. Yay, that'll show them. Throw out your expensive-ass iPhone. Do it. Nobody gives a shit. People are still going to buy iPhones because they make good phones. And why is that not cancel culture? And also, if you're throwing out your iPhone because you don't like how Apple spends its money or runs their business, does that mean you hate free speech? Psh, pedophile. But yeah, bringing out the best of our society to signal boost for. Here's ass kisser Iron Mouse wrong. If anyone could fight Apple with an actual chance of winning, it's Elon Musk. He needs allies, though. Who will stand with him? Yeah, allies like Iron Mouse wrong, who literally lives in Malaysia, makes a living pretending he's an Asian American and spreading right-wing talking points. Not only that, he spreads homophobia, bigotry, transphobia, um, lies, disinformation. That's what he's all a fucking about. He's literally a foreign agent. Not saying he works for the government. I'm just saying he's a guy that lives in another country who pretends he's an American, never stepped foot in America, and tries to interfere in our politics in order to make money. And every time Elon Musk replies to him, he gets thousands upon thousands of new followers. These are the accounts that Elon Musk is signal boosting for. And yes, people like Apple are noticing. Yes, uh, advertisers like Coca-Cola are noticing. You can claim you're just a free speech warrior, but you're literally using your platform to signal boost some of the worst sacks of shit in the goddamn world. People who are actively trying to harm our society. People like I am Mouse Chong, who tried to help Trump overthrow our democracy and sell himself as a dictator. Traitors to American democracy from other countries. This is what Elon Musk is signal boosting for. This is what he's spreading. This is what he's helping. And this is why they're all bailing from you, Elon Musk. It's not very complicated to understand, no matter how much you want to fucking lie about it. But of course, Ted Cruz hates capitalism. They have to spin it. Here is a list of all the advertisers that have seemingly stopped all advertising on Twitter. To which Ted Cruz says, Why do these companies oppose free speech? That is free speech, you fucking doorknob. Free speech doesn't mean you're forced to spend money on platforms you don't like or respect. It means you can do anything with your fucking money you want. Didn't you guys rule that money is free speech? They can do whatever they money. They can do whatever they want to with their money. Citizens United, don't you guys fight for that tooth and nail? They should tell us explicitly, not simply act as silent enforcers of woke capitalism. Well, I'll tell you, they don't feel the need to explain all this because they don't want to argue with you because they ain't fucking got to. It's their money. They can do whatever the fuck they want to with it. But I'll explain it in fucking detail why they're doing this if you really want to know, Ted Cruz. Uh, but you don't. You're just fake as shit. And then Marjorie Trailer Green out there just spreading more nonsense. This is corporate communism, you know, because that, that, that's a real thing. You know, communism is where the government takes over all the businesses and then supposedly runs the businesses for the good of the people. Whether that actually has ever happened, but I don't know. Uh, but corporate communism is not a thing. If the government is not taking over your goddamn businesses and running the businesses, uh, yeah, that's not communism. That's capitalism. But like I said, they, they hate capitalism if it doesn't do exactly what they want it to. 
Corporations use their economic power to force their political agendas. Isn't that what every corporation has ever done? Isn't that what 99% of the people that donate to Marjorie Trader Green do? All these rich assholes, all these lobbyists who give money to Congress, that's what they've been doing the whole fucking time. That's literally what American democracy is built off of. What are you talking about? They need to go back to the customer is king mentality. Um, these people are the customers. They're the customers of Elon Musk. They were buying advertisers from Elon Musk, and Elon Musk did not treat his customers correctly, so they left. What the fuck? This is this is a message for Elon Musk. He should have said the customer is king and gave them whatever they wanted, but you encouraged them not to fucking do this, Trader Green. Just tripe. Insanity. But here's just more proof that it has nothing to do with free speech. And we already knew this. One of the main investors in this Twitter buyout was Saudi Arabia, who right now has people in jail for 15 years or more for tweets. We know 100% they don't give a shit about free speech, and neither does Elon Musk. It's all bullshit. The real plan, for some reason, in Elon's crazy mind, he wants to turn Twitter into a right-wing circle jerk, a, a safe space for conservatives. I mean, I guess the reason he wants to do this is because he's gone incredibly politically far right now. He's so worried that the left might make him pay an extra dime or two in taxes. And that he knows that the left used Twitter and stuff to organize, to put out uh, their narratives, to help put their politicians in office. And so he just wants to do everything he can to sabotage the platform in order to hurt the left to make sure the right can win elections. That's 100% what's going on here. Case in point, here's the stuff he's banning, Mr. Free Speech. Zach Bornstein tweeted, Kind of weird that one dude gets to decide if like a billion of us can communicate or not. Next thing you know, you violated our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, threaten, or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability, or serious disease, which you never did. Sophia says, Elon's free speech as long as it doesn't hurt his fragile ego. You may not promote violence and can threaten people. Deleted. Hurt Copain says, I don't care who in the replies needs to hear this, but you can't defend Elon Musk if the only thing you have in common with him is a receding hairline that you... That, that your girl left you. You may not provide a hateful content ban. So this is what he's fucking banning, folks. And one of the more interesting ones is this one I just showed you. Kind of weird that one dude gets to decide if, like a billion of us, can communicate or not. So this guy got banned, and then he posted that he got banned, and his message went semi-viral on Twitter. And so what happened was, it's the Streisand effect. When you ban something, it's more likely to get more eyes on it. It doesn't always happen, but it happens a lot of times. And so people were basically retweeting their own version of this tweet to see if they would get banned. And they're literally bitching about that, folks. So uh, Noam Blum says, bleep bloop, kind of weird that Elon Musk gets to decide how like half a billion people communicate. Bleep bloop bleep. Way too much power for one erotic interview. Bleep, bleep, bleep. So they're all robots, bots doing this. Everybody that are posting a version of this tweet out there 
in solitary for the guy that got banned. Right? So, of course, Elon responds, they're bots in human form. And then he says he's going to ban them all, folks. Even though this is clearly a protest of him banning people for things that are not violations of free speech at all, he's going to ban anybody that does this. No, spamming, whether done by a set of humans or bots, is against TOS. Yay! Yay, we see what's really important for you to ban. Anybody who speaks out against you on your platform gets banned. Hey, it's your right. You own the website. You can ban anybody you want to. But don't piss in our mouths and tell us it's raining. We can clearly see you're just a thin-skinned piss baby who doesn't give a fuck about people's free speech. And yep, it's like this. Hi, I'm your new CEO. From now on, there's only one rule. Comedy is back! We'll make later. And that brings me to rule 657. If you make fun of my hair, I will have you drawn and quartered. Or, oh, and how could I forget about rule 658? Today is Mussolini Day the company. Uh, not, th- not quite this bad, but basically, if you insult this fragile eagle at all, he's going to get rid of you. Another example how these free speech absolutists don't actually give a shit about free speech. Here's James Lindsay, you know, the guy behind all the uh, CRT hysteria. Well, he's calling his daddy, Elon, to get rid of people for posting things that he don't like. Now, these things are not against, they shouldn't be against the TOS. They were before. So first off, as an example of what he's doing to show you that what's good for the goose is not good for the gander as far as they're concerned. What they do is they encourage their followers to go on anybody they don't like and post the words, okay, groomer. And if you go on a left-wing account that has like a viral tweet, if you look at the thing, if you look at their all their comments, there are tons and tons and tons of comments from the right. Okay, groomer, okay, groomer, okay, groomer. They just repeat this ad nauseum, right? And James Lindsay is one of the main ones who encourages this. Now, The funny thing here is he said this on a tweet that was satire. Pretending it was real in order to rile up the fucking morons who follow him. So Katie Martin says, I'm a kindergarten teacher and every day I make my students choose new pronouns. And when they recite the Pledge of Allegiance, they have to say pride flag instead of flag of the United States of America and gay instead of God. So obviously this is just a joke. This is just to uh, trigger the conservatives. But of course, they have to rile up people and spread fake outrage in any way they can. This is what conservatives' whole uh, game plan is. So James Lindsay, okay, groomer. Which then a million of his followers were also post under this. No hints of irony whatsoever. So what happens when people do the exact same thing to him? What happens when they come to his page and they post this picture of him with an actual groomer? Nikki Klein, you know, the uh, convicted felon who was charged with sex trafficking and whatnot, who taught him everything he knows. What happens when people go on his account and post this picture? Well, he cries out to his daddy, Elon Musk, to have them banned. Report the source of the spam. Report the source of the spamming campaign. Report the source of spamming. Everybody, they're spamming. Report the source. Sick of the spamming? Report the source. And we already know that Elon listens to all these right-wing assholes, all these right-wing influencers. And he already said he's going to start banning people who spam. And what is considered spam? Whatever they say is. Do you think 
He's going to ban people for saying, okay, Grimmer. Do you think he's going to ban all these conservatives for going under every gay person and saying, okay, Grimmer, a million times before? No, of course not. But will he ban people for posting this picture under James Lindsay's account? Yes, he will. Because like I said, his entire goal is to make this just a uh, echo chamber for the right. In order to hurt the left, I guess he's trying to run us off the site. I don't know. I guess that's what's happening here. In order to keep us from using Twitter as a tool for pushing our politics. Why he uses Twitter to push his politics. So this just goes to show you folks, the free speech narrative, we already knew it was bullshit, but every single day they prove it over and fucking over and fucking over again. It's laughable. There's no reason to believe a fucking word they say. Everything's a lie. And the new narrative they're putting out there that anybody who criticizes Elon Musk or the right on Twitter are hall monitors. We're just a bunch of fucking tattletales. Elon's like, hope all the judge hall monitors stay on other platforms, please. I'm begging you, but it's actually always the opposite with these people. Whatever they say, it's the opposite. Every accusation is a confession because... All the hall monitors pretty much are the ones tattletaling to Elon Musk. Hey, Elon, this appears to be a threat of violence. Elon, daddy, can you, ban, can you ban these people? This is clearly a joke. Kenny Gesserit says, if I see a Tesla on the road, I'm crashing my car into it. Who are people going to believe? Obviously a joke. I thought comedy was alive again on Twitter. But I dare you make a joke about a Tesla or Elon. Because teacher, teacher, you forgot to give us homework. These are the exact types of people you're claiming you hate, Elon. They're your people. And right-wing influencers, uh, Shibatoshi Nakamoto, has a great idea. Got a spitball, likely bad idea. I would like to opt, I would like an opt-in civil discourse mode on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Who gets to decide what's civil or not? Elon? Hmm. So calling people groomers and pedophiles all day will be considered civil. But speaking out against that and fighting it back will not be considered civil. That's exactly what's going to happen. He goes on to say, only others who opt in can reply or QRT things in this mode. Those unable to be civil will be removed from participating for some time. Isn't that a violation of free speech? To reduce abuse, only Twitter blue accounts. Yeah, only the people that gave $8 a month to Elon Musk, which is nearly only right-wing shitheads. Almost nobody else is doing that, folks. I've made it m my goal, and you should too. If you see anybody, and I mean fucking anybody, I don't give a shit who they are. If, if they're as left as the goddamn day is long, and you see them buy a blue check mark, immediately unfollow them, and then tell them why you unfollow them, and then make fun of them. We're going to bully these fucking motherfuckers into a goddamn oblivion. That's an order. Get out there and do it, fuckos. But anyway, that's already what's happening. 150,000 uh, bought the blue check mark last time before he removed it. And it was almost entirely right-wing shitheads. So what they're talking about here is setting up an entire part of Twitter only for right-wing shitheads to have discussions. Literally trying to turn Twitter into a right-wing echo chamber. A bullhorn for right-wing ideology. And, of course, Elon Musk working on it. Yeah, no shit you are, buddy. Keep it up, Elon. It's going splendidly for you, pal. 
And uh, <laughs> and here's the free speech person. So this is the guy that just said that, the whole thing I just read you. And somebody said, I agree wholeheartedly. This is a bad idea. It's a bad idea, dude. So, of course, block. I dare you tell me something I don't want to hear. I'll block you immediately. They are the most thin-skinned piss babies in the world. Constantly calling everybody else snowflakes when they are the snowflakes they've been waiting for. See how slow the site is? The site is so fucking slow. I used to be a lot faster. And uh, I already told you guys this before. But according to Twitter's algorithm, it favors conservatives. Its data shows a bias aiding unreliable media, regardless of ideology and right-wing political parties. Now, this is not new. This was happening before Elon Musk took over Twitter. The same thing happens on Facebook, YouTube, every social media site. And I've explained this to you guys before why this happens. So this whole narrative that all the social media sites are left-wing, they punish right-wingers, all the evidence says the exact opposite. We know that's not true. And I've explained to you guys why this is uh, true before, but somebody in the first comment explained it very well. So I thought I would just read what they said because they basically echo what I've said in the past. All algorithms currently favor controversy. It's about engagement. Trump says something stupid and people jump on to tell him he's stupid. Then someone else comes on to tell that person they are wrong. That causes more people to comment and it becomes an online argument. If someone says something that seems true and makes sense, someone goes yes and then it ends there. The amount of traffic is drastically different, which means the revenue is also drastically different. I think this is why those Republicans leaning social media sites also don't take off. There's no conflict, so there's no traffic. So there's no advertising money. That's exactly what's happening here, folks. This is a, a big reason my show's not more popular, because I don't purposely court controversy. I used to do that. Back when my videos were getting 100,000 views each. The first thought in my mind when I made a video was, how can I say something incredibly controversial? How can I word this in a way that's going to piss people off? I knew exactly what I was doing, and I knew it was going to work, and it did work. And I quit doing that because I didn't feel good about it, for one thing. That's a, a shitty way to behave, a shitty way to live your life. And you also attract some of the worst of fucking humanity as your fan base when you do that. And I just couldn't live with myself doing that anymore. Uh, and, and that's how it is on every social media site. So don't let them get away with this narrative that all the social media sites are left wing because it's bullshit. And the Babylon Bee taking a shot at Stephen King, of course, because Stephen King is the new enemy of the right because he dared speak out against Daddy Elon. And holy shit, the comedy is so lame. I, I, I hate to even call this comedy. Babylon Bee's headline, Stephen King estate reveals he died years ago and his Twitter account is being run by a mentally ill, glue-sniffing parrot with Tourette's. I mean, is that even a joke? I don't, and I don't think this is lame just because it's aimed at Stephen King, who I like. If The Onion wrote this and they aimed at Elon Musk and it said, Elon Musk estate re reveals he died years ago and his Twitter account is being run by a mentally ill, glucifying parent with Tourette's, I would be like, God, that's really lame, Onion. Do better. Good God, cringe comedy. Uh, but that's all they can do. 
conservatives, there's just something about it. They just can't do comedy correctly. I guess it's because they're just not clever enough. Too fucking stupid. And last up, all my Elon Musk coverage. Hey, did you guys know that the Simpsons apparently predicted that Elon Musk uh, would buy Twitter? It's true and also cringe. I don't know why the fuck anybody uh, watches the Simpsons anymore. Um, But apparently they had an episode where I guess an eagle was killing Lisa's birds. And she had a birdhouse that said, home, tweet, home. And then a spaceship with Elon Musk and it landed on their lawn and killed the eagle. Which is proof that the simps predicted his Twitter buy. But so lame. The whole episode did nothing but suck Elon Musk's nuts. Homer says, hey, we're about to meet somebody vastly more intelligent than us. And Elon comes out and says, hi, I'm Elon Musk. Just, Of course, I've never liked The Simpsons anyway. I, I, I'm convinced that people only watch The Simpsons because it's existed since they were born and they felt obligated. It quit being funny long ago if it fucking ever was. And that is boop, my Elon Musk coverage. I'm glad he exists. Would have been a short fucking show tonight. A super show. But covering the dumpster fire. Amazing. Please keep up the good work, Elon. And all right, what you got to say, Dennis X is, hey, to the Simpsons always. I, I too, like, I don't, I, I know people are like, Dusty, you hate everything. And I do seem to hate a lot of things. I guess I'm getting old and bitter, but I've always hated the fucking Simpsons. I thought, oh, I always thought it sucked. I don't get it. Um, do the Bartman. Yeah, do the Bartman. Old school. Don't have a cow, man. Nobody better let a finger on my butterfinger. Your Idol Support the Truth video would have got a lot of hits. It did get a lot of hits. All of my old shit got all the hits because I played into the controversy. I super did. All right, uh, folks. Did you know I have a patron? I know you don't because I've never once mentioned it on the show, but I'm mentioning it now. Hey, please consider donating to my patron. I don't make any money off the advertising. I have to show you. I just had a video that went to semi-viral. got 40,000 views. Guess how much money I made off of it. I'm a 13 and air, folks. A 13 year. I can't say the word 13 and air. I made 13 bucks. That's the uh, that's what I'm trying to say here, folks. Anyway, uh, a dollar or two, like whatever you can afford. I know it's a pain in the ass to put your credit card information in. I think they take PayPal. I don't. Either way, could you? I beg you, please. Link in the description of the video if you can help out. If you have extra, please help me out. And all right, let's read the super chats. Please hit the like button too. If you guys bail out, I would appreciate it. Uh, don't go anywhere, though, because we have a big chud watch coming up. Kitty Witty, something either dumped my cat on my place or it's question mark. Hey, well, take care of it. I know you will. And uh, thank you for being a dust buddy. You guys can also become a dust buddy. It, it costs $2.99 a month, and you get customized emojis to spend the chat with, and everybody who's worth their salt does it. So peer pressure, become a dust buddy. You know you want to. All the good kids are doing it. Daddy Nernick, hey, baddies. Trump, Trump Tane, Herder. Glad to be here with you, Dusty. Let's watch. Hey, I appreciate it, Danny. Good to see you tonight. Rebecca Poise. Welcome to Dusty Buddies, Rebecca. You're one of the cool kids now. Spam the chat with impunity. Kanye was just on Temple's podcast and walked out. He was? Well, I'll have to cover that on the next show. Didn't see that before I did the show, so we'll talk about it. Hit the like button, fuckos. Katie, damn it. He demands you. It's one of the demandments. Do it. Stupid Monkey, $20 Australian. What's up, future motherfucker? Was going to send thoughts and prayers for the kitties, but this may actually help. Uh, way better. Thank you for your service. Tahil White. 
How can I give you money without you two taking a cut? Also, my name's pronounced to hell with it. Okay. To hell with it. All right. That makes a lot more sense. You're the man, Dusty. Um, best way to send me money is to become a patron or either direct tips through PayPal. Cultofdusty2 at gmail.com. There is a link in the description of my to my PayPal. PayPal only takes like 5%, uh, whereas YouTube takes 30 and uh Patreon takes like five or six too. So becoming a patron or sending me direct tips uh, takes less money. But hey, I'll take whatever I can get. I'm not complaining. And the Super Chats are a great way to support the show. So don't stop sending the Super Chats. Thank you. Sorry, but Diet Decap Pepsi is better than regular. What? Shut your whore mouth. Caffeine's an awesome drug. I took a caffeine pill before the show, and I feel so much more on than I did the last show. Last show, I feel like I was stuck in the mud, slow, couldn't think of goddamn words. Caffeine's basically like crack for the fucking brain. Could go all night, baby. Kenneth Copeland, Elon Musk is speed running, losing money. Holy shit. He's a genius at something, I guess. I mean, I assume he must be smart ways, but uh, Twitter is not a good fit for him. Levi, Blue $2. Thank you, Levi. No such thing as a good billionaire. Agreed. Even Bill Gates sucks, and he saved like a billion people from malaria. The Funk Lord, $50. Woohoo! Very generous. The big hitter tonight is the Funk Lord. Somebody better beat Funk Lord tonight. He had a super chat. Hey, wait, jump into the world for tonight. Please check out Adult Swim's Book of Christ. You would love it. Bonus if you show on stream. I watch it once a year, and it's genius. All right, I've never heard of that, and I will check it out. Thank you for the recommendation. Why don't we just round them up and send them to Elon's Mars colony? I wish, but there's no such thing. He's full of shit. He ain't going to Mars. Paul Archer, $20. Here is some money for more BS audio equipment. I appreciate it. I need it. You know, the money I can get or place this motherfucker. How's the audio been tonight? I haven't played any videos yet, so I don't know if the videos are still in sync. So we'll have to see. But hopefully so far, so good. Stupid bullshit. So I noticed Elon at the top of my feed, so I blocked him. Hasn't been a problem since. I can't block him because it's literally my job to cover him, but uh, I envy you. $2 from Kama Houdini. Greatest show on uh, Beyonce's internet. Thanks, Dusty. Hey, thank you. And fuck Beyonce. Never got Beyonce. Never heard a single good Beyonce song. Just don't get it. Same with Jay-Z. I like that dirt off your shoulder song a little bit, but everything else is garbage. Do better, humanity. Chat four fifty three ten dollars because comedy that punches dad is it funny? That's a good point, excellent point. Big black COVID. Here's some cash for some catnip. I need it. Kitty's gonna get fucked up, yo. Thank you, big black Corvette. Good to see you tonight. And one more, MJ Dusty. You look marvelous. Hell yeah, lost weight. I bought me um eight or nine. I think I bought eight of these shirts, folks, in all different colors. These are they call them hippie shirts. I call them a uh, guru shirts or whatever. But uh, so now I have one for every show for two months because I do uh, no, I for one month I do eight shows a month, so I have a new shirt for every single show that I can just recycle at the beginning of every month. So new, new uniform for Dusty Smith. Got rid of the plaid. Now that we've dropped some weight, we're gonna try to uh, go a different direction. See how that goes. And all right, thank you for all of the super chats. Please get more super chats in. I'm going to read all the rest of the super chats at the end of the show. So if you love what I do, please consider supporting it and super chatting me. And uh, you get to hear my beautiful, beautiful voice speak whatever words you type. Isn't that worth your money? It is. And moving right along, folks. Let's do some Chud Watch. Chud Watch. 
talking about Jello We talk about Jello And then we make fun of them. Woo! And first off, on a nice chud watch. Hey, it seems like I might have been right about the whole Died Suddenly documentary. Apparently, they got called out because some of the footage they used in the documentary uh, was from something else that, other than what they claimed. So, Eric Burnett, MD, says, Hey, Died Suddenly, you blocked uh, the, real, the real truther. For asking this question, always a good sign of honesty when somebody asks you why you're lying and you block them immediately. So I'll ask, where did you get the footage for the pulmonary embolectomy that you claimed was due to the vaccine? Can you confirm it was not an unrelated video from 2019? So what they did is they took a video from 2019, pulmonary embolectomy DVT, that had nothing to do with the vaccine whatsoever. That was actually before the vaccine. They put it in their documentary and they claimed... It was from a COVID-19 vaccine. Here's two pictures side by side. Pulmonary embolectomy. And here's their documentary. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Oh, that looks familiar. Hmm. Fucking busted. You guys got busted. You fucking lying sacks of shit. I called that one. And uh, the good news is my video debunking their shit has gone semi-viral. At least for me, folks. So far, it's gotten 37.5 views. 37,500 views. And, uh, man, I'm getting rich as fuck, folks. 30, almost 40,000 views, and I made $13. Just so sad what fucking YouTube has become. Can't even make any money off advertising anymore at all. You have to be user-funded now. That's the only way you can get by. Unless you're like Tim Pool or somebody that's protected or Steven Crowder, one of these right-wing shitheads that's protected by uh, Twitter and actually everything they do, they get advertising dollars because they're not banned like I am. Uh, but sucks. And let's see how my... I got 73 new subscribers at least. At least that's good. Let's see how the engagement is. Average view time, four minutes. The video is 16 minutes long, so obviously these conservatives only watched uh, a quarter of it, 25% of it, before they disliked it and left a bad comment. And three out of every four people hit the dislike button compared to the like button. So horribly unpopular. You go, Dusty. Wrestle those jimmies. And then, folks, the fallout from Kanye West and white supremacist booger Nick Fuentes having lunch with Donald Trump was going on repeatedly, even on a right-wing websites all week. First off, we're going to start talking about how, uh, man, Milo not looking good. I-, I will give it to Milo. He is a fucking chameleon. This dude changes his looks more than I do. Always looking different, but also not looking good, Milo. What is going on? But Kanye, of course, trying to hang out with the worst fucking people he can possibly hang out with. I guess because being edgy is the only thing he cares about now. He's just trying to burn it all the ground. It's almost like him and Elon, uh, they have this oppression fetish where they want people to shit on them so they continuously act the worst way they can possibly act so people criticize them so then they can say, oh my God, everybody's so mean to me. But uh, you might want to check some of the past messages that Milo left about you, Kanye. 
Milo, Kanye is gay. Don't make me keep saying it. Most rappers are homo. Kanye is pretty pathetic figure now. Kanye is very gifted homosexual. I'd kill Kanye because he's gay. Back when Kanye was cool, especially the black homosexual Kanye West. This was earlier this year, folks. He was talking shit about you nonstop and like, oh, maybe, maybe Kanye is gay. Maybe he wants that white meat. Maybe. He's dicking Milo. I'm just saying, I don't know, folks. I have no idea, but I'm just saying they're definitely fucking. I have no clue, no evidence, but they are definitely having homosexual intercourse together. 100%. Don't know, but it's happening. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, these two lovebirds had dinner together the other night. Uh, because why wouldn't they? Here's Kanye with Milo. <laughs> What's up, Yay? Yay. I think the answer is this one. Oh, sorry. I guess Milo's his manager now. He's got to get tables for Kanye now. And, of course, I've already pointed out the multiple incredibly racist things Milo has said. I mean, he's a con man, right? He's just a piece of shit that will say anything he could possibly think of to get attention and money. And uh, he's turned to racism, homophobia, transphobia, just like all these right-wing shitheads do. So, not surprising to see Kanye buddy-buddy with him. He's also hanging out with Ray J that night. Apparently, Ray J is that dude who railed... uh, Kim Kardashian in that viral video. I never saw that video. Wink. Um, anyway, I guess they're best buddies now. They was in the same hole together. And then... Boogery Nick Fentes went public to brag about how Trump was saying how cool and smart he was. This is going to have a very negative effect, I think. It already is on Trump and his campaign, but let's listen to him brag about how cool Trump thought he was. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to come across smug or anything because I don't think that's really the right tone. Uh-huh. I think it's kind of like, it's probably like uh, tacky or whatever, but uh-huh. uh, you know, there is some smugness because it's like everybody hated on me. I feel like I'm entitled to that a little bit. Everybody hated on me forever. and uh, Still are, motherfucker. It's, it's up, you know? Trump told me he liked me. Could dude, I was just like, oh my gosh. You know? Trump was like, I like you. His point I was like, me? No, Trump said, likes a white supremacist. Smart. Where did you find this guy? I was like <laughs> uh, yeah. Hello, Epic Department. Hello, Austin Department. So yeah, that felt good. Uh-huh. That felt good. You know, I'm not really an emotional guy or anything, but that was just like, okay, let's go. That was like life complete. <laughs> you know, life complete. I wish. So I literally had Thanksgiving dinner with with Ye and Donald Trump. So crazy, right? Not really. My two heroes. And <laughs> yeah. they both loved I'm sure Kanye was your hero until dinner. How, it's like a dream come true. I literally woke up the next day and I was like, is this real life? Am I alive? It is real life. Think about it. Thanksgiving dinner, yay and Trump. 
and and Trump is telling me, I like you, you're, you're a smart guy and all this. Unbelievable. Yep, not surprising that this is what this trash world rewards. One of the most racist pieces of shit in the world. Leader of one of the biggest white supremacist organizations in the world. Why would he not be hanging out with a super famous rich Kanye West and Donald Trump, former president? Just makes sense in this hellscape timeline in which we live, right? Trash and uh, you know it's bad when Ben Shapiro starts making sense, folks. Little Ben Shapiro is like a good way not to accidentally dine with a vile racist and anti-Semite. You don't know is not dying with a vile racist and anti-Semite. You do know and. Nailed it. Exactly right. Trump trying to play it off like, I had no idea who Nick Fuentes is. Don't believe you, but even if you didn't, the fact that you knew who Kanye West was, you knew Kanye West had gotten in a lot of trouble for all his anti-Semitism lately. You knew what he was, and you invited him to have lunch any fucking way. You were inviting that shit into your goddamn life. So take some responsibility now. I know you won't because you don't do that, but... uh. You should, motherfucker. And then they set off kind of a public feud between Kanye West and Benny Shapiro. Apparently, Kanye West is letting Nick Fuentes tweet for him. There's a good life decision. So I guess this was, I don't know which of these tweets is actually from Kanye or which is from Nick Fuentes, but Kanye West's official account, once again, has been taken over by white supremacists, one of the leaders of the largest white nationalist movement in the world, Nick Fuentes, and posting on Twitter because Elon Musk just reinstated Kanye's account. So Elon Musk just reinstated personally an account that's posting for the largest white supremacist white nationalist group in the world. You want to know why Apple is thinking about abandoning you, kicking you off their service? You want to know why advertisers have fled in mass, Elon? Keep telling everybody it's about free speech. That's nothing to fucking do with that. It's because you purposely are destroying the site and making it brand unsafe for everybody. Anyway, Ye says Shapiro starvingly accepts $100,000 from one of my opponents, then tries to trash me. I guess uh, Ron DeSantis paid $100,000 to Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire, which is also an interesting point. You have these politicians directly paying these online right-wing influencers. Obviously, this is a conflict of interest. Obviously, this is a reason that Ben Shapiro is going to suck Ron DeSantis' dick. Because you're giving him money. But of course, conservatives don't give a shit about any of this. We know they don't care about any of this. Uh, They like it when their side is corrupt. And then Kanye says, as much as Ben and I disagree, I pray he joins me in saving our country. You know what they say, love your enema. I mean, uh, spelling's not my core competency when I'm sleepy or when you're awake. If Nick keeps tweeting from my account, the only platform I'll have left is Truth Social. So he's admitting he's letting Nick Fuentes, one of the, no, the largest white supremacist leader in the world, a post from his account. Good going, Elon. Super cool. Great changes you're making. And so Ben Shapiro fires back and says, Sadly, you've trashed yourself. You didn't need my help. It wasn't me. It wasn't the Jews. It was just you. And I can't believe 
I'm agreeing with little Benny Shapiro, but he's right. He's right on this one, goddammit. The worst person in the world is right. And then... <laughs> Here's the person you're letting uh, take over Kanye's account, Elon Musk. Here's the person you're hanging around with, Kanye. Here's your new best friend. Here's who you're having lunch with, Donald Trump. Here's Nick Fuentes talking about uh, what America's like now. To have a civilization, you need to have class, okay? When I say class, I mean classes. You need to have commoners and aristocrats and kings, and we don't have that anymore. Uh, there, there is no, there's no semblance of that. There's no semblance of so society, meaning like, clubs and people knowing each other and this sort of large amounts of social capital being in yeah there's definitely no there's no class system in our society anymore is there folks we're all just equal now class has been eradicated hasn't it good god these people invested in particular kinds of things it's not there it's not there in the universities it's not in the designer brands not in the industry in industry it doesn't exist anymore We've just got this big N-word free-for-all. It's a big end-up, N-rified, J-ified free-for-all. We live in Africa with more stuff, okay? So this is kind of interesting what he's saying here. He's saying, instead of saying the N-word, he's saying the N-word, you know? He's not saying the racial slur directly. He's saying the N-word. Why? Why is he saying the N-word instead of the real word? I thought you people hated political correctness. This is the one thing you guys are furious about all the time. Not saying the words that you want to say just because you're so pussy you can't say them. Why are you doing that, Nick? Huh? Interesting. I mean, he's still being racist as fuck, but uh, the fact that he's being politically correct now is, uh, is very telling. Go ahead. We live in Africa or Mexico with more stuff. We live in a big Middle Eastern bazaar. We're a big fucking Middle Eastern bazaar with people sitting on blankets and selling cockroaches on sticks and rugs. Yeah, none of that is true, but nice going, Kanye. Way to signal boost for racism. Totally cool. And uh, at least Kanye West has the white supremacy vote locked down. He's locked down Nick Fuentes' vote. And all the white supremacists are coming out of the woodwork to show their support for Kanye West. Yes, Kanye West is black. I'm aware of this. Uh, but as long as he's willing to push white supremacist narratives, as long as he's willing to implement Christian nationalism, they don't give a shit if he's black or not. In fact, they prefer it because it helps them run interference and claim, hey, we're not racist. We support a black guy who just happens to spread all the white supremacist talking points we do and wants to implement all the same white supremacist agendas we do. It's the same way how the Proud Boys made uh, a person of color their leader. Well, behind the scenes, they were calling them racial slurs and saying they were going to get rid of him. But they were admitting behind the scenes the reason they did this is because it gave them cover because no one could accuse them of being a racist organization as long as they had a figurehead who was black or of color. And this is exactly what white supremacists are doing. Here's neo-Nazi Andrew Anglin 
going to tell you all about it. Ye is out there saying Christianity, and there's a lot of people who that will resonate with, who, who would prefer that to, you know, Judaism. And, and what we got with Trump was not really that great. I mean, I, I've always said I support Trump because there's nobody else. You know, I mean, yeah. people have said, oh, you're going to support this guy after what he did to the January 6th protesters. And it's like, well, so tell me who else T- say, say somebody Literally else, we're gonna anybody support. on earth. And it's like, well, these people don't say anything. So it's really just emotional nonsense when people whined about me saying, well, we got to go with Trump. There's nobody else. But now that Ye's out there, well, there is somebody else. And it's the it's the right thing to do to support the guy who is is promoting Christianity and who is attacking the Jews. That's a, that's the right thing to do. Whatever, I mean, if he's going to win or not is is irrelevant. I mean, you have to do what what is the right thing to do, and it's it's the right thing to support the guy who's promoting a Jesus message. That's right, promoting Christianity and attacking the Jews. I morally have to support this guy for being anti-Semitic. It's what Jesus would want me to do. The one thing I know about Jesus is how much he hated Jews, and. Uh, a lot of people think, though, that this whole dinner between Kanye West and Booger Eat and Nick Fuentes and Donald Trump was a setup. They believe that Milo Yiannopoulos is a super 40 chess playing genius who's doing this on purpose. First off, it's Laura Looney posting on her, I don't know, Telegram or whatever it is, pointing out all the recent times. That Milo has shit on Trump. Milo says, Trump's SCOTUS appointments were pointless. We defended a selfish clown for nothing. I lost everything helping to put Trump in office. My life and career were completely destroyed. Was it worth it? No, I feel utterly betrayed. I will have vengeance. I am dedicating the rest of my life to destruction of the Republican Party. Uh, And yep. Laura Loomer says, by his own admission in parlor post from two years ago, Milo said he will have vengeance on Trump. That's all this is about. Exploitation of yay for money. Delusions of blackmail to make more money. And Milo getting vengeance on Trump after pretending to be pro-Trump. Lying about people and trying to blackmail them is not very Christian behavior. But he said the same thing about Kanye too. Milo is just a grifter. He will say fucking anything. His words mean nothing. This is not some genius ploy on his account. This is just them him, him going with the flow, going with whoever pays him, whoever gives him attention. This week is Kanye. But even Steve Banyan is floating this idea that they were doing this on purpose just to make Trump look bad. And one thing you'll notice about this clip is Trump has no agency whatsoever. Trump is just completely innocent. It's always somebody else's fault. It's his handlers. He doesn't have anybody around him that's guiding him correctly. It's all their fault. It's not his fault for inviting somebody he knows as an anti-Semitic piece of shit over to have lunch. It's not his fault for not double-checking and make sure that the people having lunch with him are not famous white supremacists. He doesn't have any responsibility whatsoever for anything. They treat him at the same time like he's a completely idiotic child who's not responsible for anything, but also at the same time, he's the greatest genius and the savior of our planet. Watch this bullshit. 
And did the staff think that this was a good idea to have Kanye West come down and have dinner when the purpose in Kanye's West mind and the people around Kanye West knew exactly what they were doing? Let's let's just be blunt. It was a troll. You said it was a trolling operation going to go down. They wanted the story to be. They want the story to be that Kanye West and his magnet, you know, magnetically offered Donald J. Trump Mm -hmm. the vice presidency on his ticket to insult Trump, to put Trump in his place, to make Trump look more irrelevant, to feed into the Chris Christie, because you saw Bolton and Christie and all these guys jumping on it right away, that he lacks judgment, he's not relevant, he's not focused. So this was well thought through. This just didn't happen, right? The staff should know that. The staff should be on top of that. The staff should be doing interventions into this, if, if that's the case, and make sure that this type of stuff doesn't happen. So, and did the staff right. think... It's a staff, folks. He has no responsibility, no agency whatsoever. He's just a, a baby being led around by the nose, and his staff is responsible for making sure that he makes good decisions and doesn't make a fool of himself. Uh, no, motherfucker. He's the guy you claim is the super genius saver of the earth that you want to be president of the United States. He's got to own up to that fucking shit. Of course, they never do. No responsibility. Nothing is ever fucking his fault. So, you remember when Kanye did his little spiel talking about taking Nick Fuentes to eat lunch with Trump? He said the reason Trump loved Nick Fuentes so much is because he was loyal. Finally, Trump is introduced to somebody who is absolutely loyal no matter what. And he knows loyalty when he sees it. And Nick has just died in the wool. MAGA will never fucking turn on Trump. That's why he loved Nick so much. Well, prepare your shock face. Nick Fuentes turns on Donald Trump and calls for a new 2024 candidate. <gasps> I am so shocked, aren't we all? Holocaust denier Nick Fuentes has turned on Donald Trump just days after attending dinner with the former president at his Mar-a-Lago resort. In a series of telegram posts, Fuentes called for a new far-right candidate to outflank Trump in 2024 as he questioned what Christian Americans would get out of a new Trump White House. Fuentes says, Trump and Marjorie Green are being used as bait to lure back the base back into supporting people like Kevin McCarthy. Rona McDaniel, Rick Grinnell, I didn't leave the MAGA movement. The MAGA movement left me. What are Christian Americans going to get out of a McCarthy speakership or a new Trump house? Lower gas prices? Reduce the corporate tax? Years will pass us by as things remain fundamentally the same. We must dream bigger. There's only one guy about talking about how the aspirations of the Trump movement have been hijacked by people like Jared Kushner. And I guess it's Kanye. All the white supremacists love Kanye. At least they're fleeing the sinking ship of Trump. I mean, Kanye's not going to win, so they're just wasting their fucking time. I guess the whole point is just get attention, which they are. I'm giving attention, so I'm part of the problem, but fuck it, who gives a shit, right? And Trump even seems to have lost Breitbart, folks. You know it's going bad when he loses Breitbart, the mouthpiece of the art right. Breitbart says, Trump dined at Mar-a-Lago, with white nationalist Holocaust denier Nick Fuentes alongside Kanye West. Update, Trump response had never met and knew nothing about Fuentes. The latest revelations turn what could have been a minor story into a major national narrative, where the GOP frontrunner for, special, for president in 2024, the former president, and as of now the only formal GOP candidate for the office, 
in the next election seems to have met with an open white nationalist, anti-Semite, and Holocaust denier in Fuentes. Fuentes' now shut down YouTube page is shot through with racist and anti-Semitic rants that date back as far as 2014. And nice. Definitely a different energy this time for Trump than it was before. Like I said before, if he gets the nomination, all these people will jump back on his fucking nuts just like they did last time. But at least I like to see them giving a little pushback. It's a good sign. But of course, Trump is the victim again. He's always the fucking victim. There were a lot of right-wing websites criticizing him for his lunch with Nick Fuentes, rightfully so. A lot of politicians came out to give him shit too, like Chris Christie. So Trump got on his true social and said, So I helped a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black. Yeah, I want you to know, folks, Kanye is black. Did you know Kanye is black? I had to say that so you know that I'm not racist. I even offer to help out the blacks. How could I be racist? Yay, parentheses Kanye West, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him very much needed advice. Why did he put advice in quotation marks? I guess because that's true. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know. The other, a political person who I haven't seen in years. I told him, don't run for office. A total waste of time. Can't win. Fake news went crazy. Then why don't you speak out and say, hey, I was stupid to have lunch with a raging anti-Semite. I should have known he might bring along people who were just as bad, if not worse, than he is. I take responsibility for my actions. I was stupid for doing that. And uh, I apologize. Of course, no, never any responsibility. It's not my fault. I'm the victim here. I had lunch with a white nationalist. Victim! But at least those who lay down with dogs are getting fleas. Exactly as they should. You get what you fucking deserve. Here's a story. Former Surgeon General under Trump, Jerome Adams, describes what he calls the Trump effect. He has struggled to find a job, says he receives polite rejections from university officials worried that someone who worked for Trump would be badly received. Good. Hell yeah. I hope you're unemployed forever, motherfucker. This is what you get for being a part of this. This is what you get for all this harmful shit you helped put upon our nation. Learn to love it, fuckos. Hope it happens to every goddamn one of you. Unemployed forever. Learn to love it, bitch. And you guys might have heard that zombies have invaded uh, Maricopa County in Arizona. So you guys know how Cary Lake lost horribly for the governorship. Well, conservatives can never take defeat anymore. Uh, They always have to have a participation trophy. They're on a never-ending quest to undermine our democracy, make sure the will of the people doesn't count. So, judge floating Maricopa County trying to make sure that the election officials there don't certify the elections. No fraud was found. Everybody voted like they wanted to. And she lost! But we can't have that, folks. We can't have the will of the people deciding who our politicians are. So... 
they all, I want to say flooded into the county, but it was basically just a trickle. Sort of like the red wave, it was just a trickle. Here's one of them speaking at one of their rallies a couple of days before they certified the election. Let's watch how giant the crowds they're drawing are. Cast aside your disappointments because you don't have Carrie Lake here. I'm not disappointed. Or Blake Masters here. Or Wendy Rogers here. You have to fight for your own voice. Uh-huh. And if you're not willing to do it, why would you expect anyone else to do it? You're here. That's great. But we need to let people know Look that this huge crowd be here praying with purpose. Way to put asses in seats. Building right there. That stronghold that has deprived you of your voice. Your board of supervisors. No one deprived you of their motherfucking voice, motherfucker. And also, I have this jacket, folks. Same jacket. He bought that shit at H&M. I recognize that. Never wearing that jacket again. And, uh. Then the crowds really picked up on day three, folks. They had the, the big talents out there just giving the performances of a lifetime to energize the crowd. How great the Sing it again. How great the How great the Shockingly. Not that great, to be honest with you. But at least uh, very few people are showing up. So then they had the uh, town meetings where everybody can speak for two minutes before they certify the election. And as you can imagine, all the zombies were out in force to make an ass of themselves. And uh, this guy, one of the biggest clowns uh, among them all, I'll play what what he said and then let's make fun of him. And if you willingly certify this election, look at it. Every single one of us who's a poll center right net worker right now is making fun of you. Every single one of Oh no, not this guy making fun of you. Every single one of us is making fun of you. Every single one of us. You guys are a joke. I can't believe you're letting the people decide who wins the election. What a joke you are. Like, good God, beyond parody. What the fuck is this bozo? Of us. You are the butt of our jokes. Disaster. Now, get, here's your chance. Validate yourself. Save yourself. Be the hero for once in your life. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Peterson. Be a hero. Overturn the election. Destroy the will of the people. Crush democracy. Be a patriot like us. Let's watch a couple more of these zombies whine. I came here today to get an up-close and personal look at the seven traitors to the United States Constitution. Okay, again, We're please. sitting at that desk. You were set to receive a subpoena this morning at 9.30. What did you do? You called your meeting for 8 a.m. What are you hiding? I will not repeat your election crimes. I will just say, not certifying the machines constitutes a form of interference. And in case no one has enlightened you people, interference in an election in the United States of America, Mr. Gates, is a capital offense. It's considered treason, punishable by the death penalty. So it's obvious why you, Hobbs, 
and Deep State Ducey are desperate to keep your cronies in office. The voting booth is supposed to be your time is a up. time for a peaceful revolution. Those who make your, your peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution necessary. Your, your time is up. Yay! We're going to murder you all because you voted for somebody we didn't like. We're patriots. And uh, I think I want to skip all the rest of these zombies. You're boring me, old people. Need to step up your craziness. What is this guy saying? Um, he gonna put on some armor of Christ. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Um, any? This guy thinks he's a bold lion. Uh, yeah, another doughy old motherfucker thinks he's a fucking hero. But of course, folks, Trump got her back. Trump coming out and demanding that Carrie Lake be put into the governorship because, you know, that's the way our democracy works. You can just demand it even when you lose. Trump says, massive numbers of broken voting machines and Republican districts on election day. A welcome to every black neighborhood in America ever, motherfucker. Mechanics sent to fix them made them worse. Kari had to be taken to a Democrat area, which was working perfectly to vote. Her opponent ran the election. This is yet another criminal voting operation. So obvious. Carrie Lake should be installed governor of Arizona. Yeah, let's just install her the governor, regardless if she lost or not. Isn't that how democracy works? This is almost as bad as the 2020 presidential elections. I mean, it's the same where you both lost and then you're whining and complaining wanting your participation trophies. So, fuck off, Trump. Glad to see him not doing well. But meanwhile... While all these brainwashed, chud-ash dipshits are trying to overturn democracy, overthrow our elections, this is what's happening under their nose without them caring one fucking iota about it. A lobbyist for the Saudi company buying up drought-stricken Arizona groundwater for export has been elected to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, which has oversight of water disputes so why you motherfuckers are trying to overturn a democracy saudi arabia is coming in stealing your fucking water that you desperately need in arizona they're using it to farm alfalfa which they can't do over there because there's no water and then they're shipping the alfalfa back over there as feed and stuff to use they're coming over and stealing our water not paying. They don't pay for money for it. They pay pennies on the dollar. And they're lobbyists. Get jobs on your board of supervisors. And you motherfuckers don't give a shit about it. The same people you've been screaming for years. The Muslims. The evil Muslims. Remember all that? Remember how scary the boogeyman you created of them were? Now they're really coming in your backyard. They're actually doing it. Taking your water out from under you. The most important thing you need to fucking live, they're stealing from you. Getting positions on your board of supervisors, not a peep from you motherfuckers. Because you don't actually care about this country. You don't even care about your own selves. You're so goddamn brainwashed into your political partisanship that you will thirst to death before you lift the finger to fucking help yourself. You guys really are fucking slaves. 
But at least Mike Lindell exists to bring joy to our life. Did you guys hear that Mike Lindell is running for the chairmanship of the Republican National Convention? Hell yeah. And I just got to say, folks, please, please make Mike Lindell the head of the Republican National Party. This here is to is a hundred percent all in. I've seen a big. The RNC is one of the most important organizations in our country, and it's sinking. The ship is going down, and it needs you know it needs a leader and it needs a business leader. It needs someone that knows how to fix things and how to be proactive in moving forward with a change in footprints. Our foot, the footprint of our country has drastically changed. It. It's went all over the board. Things that things that you thought that you could always count on, you can't count on anymore. You can't, you know. And uh, so, no, this is a hundred percent a need. And, and believe me, people came to me. That's how it first sparked this. These were big donors. And when the big donors are going to leave, and when the RNC, when you have all its own members going, hey, we want to, um, their donors aren't given. And uh, and your and your party is going to crumble. And it, it's already you can't if they don't have a plan of, of uh, something different coming in, a different input, you're going to get the same output, Steve. So I say to that, you want you want to make this you you want to succeed. Uh, you get you get me elected uh, to the all these states where, you know, one of those 168 people that I'm going to call each and every one of them and ask them what the problems are and tell them how I'm going to fix it. Um the, um, it's going to be a uniting. It's going to be a great uniting of our country. I really Would believe you it. Super cool. Please do it, Republicans. Please, please put Mike Lindell in charge. <laughs> Talking about destroying it even faster. I would love to fucking see that. That would be hilarious. I, we won't have it, probably. It probably won't happen. But it's Republicans. You never know what kind of crazy shit they're going to do. And then another week, uh, another week of Jordan Peterson spreading propaganda against global warming. In case you didn't know this, Jordan Peterson is a longtime global warming denier because of course he is. He posted this article. Earth can regulate its own temperature over millennia, new study finds. And he's like, fancy that. Yeah, it just goes to show you global warming's not actually a problem. Science shows that it will regulate itself over time, but huh, if he would have read the article, it said, on the one hand, it's good because we know that today's global warming will eventually be canceled out through this stabilizing feedback, says Constantine Arnschneit, a graduate student of in MIT's Department of Earth, Atmospheric, and Planetary Scientists. But on the other hand, it will take hundreds of thousands of years to happen. So not fast enough to solve our present day issues. Yeah, that's the problem. It's going to have immediate effects. Tens of millions of people displaced. Weather problems that are going to kill many people. Incredibly destructive to both our people and our economies. That's the problem. Elon Musk. And he got 16,000 likes, but if you actually go to his uh, subreddit, even his own people are starting to turn against him for spreading this obvious bullshit propaganda. And also, I got to say that uh, Jordan Peterson's relationship with his daughter is weird as fuck, y'all. So here's his daughter's latest video. Sexual freedom didn't work. Yeah. 
And this is some kind of daddy-daughter-looking shit right here. I don't know. Weird. And so, of course, Jordan Peterson retweets it. But wasn't it fun trying? Yeah, wasn't it fun trying? Sexual freedom, daughter? It was super cool with all the experimentation we did on sexual freedom. And, uh, and of course, they're taking the traditional Christian position that the world is worse because women were allowed to do what they want to do. Oh, no. Women have freedom to have sex with whoever they want? The horror. The horror, says the woman who left her husband and her baby daddy to go fuck Andrew Tate. You know, the bastion of morality there. Was it bad when you had your sexual freedom to go fuck Andrew Tate? Was that bad or was that okay? You weren't married to him. You fucked him a few times, then you guys stopped dating or whatever. Why is that not a problem? Why is it okay for you to do it, but not other women? Is it because you're giant fucking grifting hypocrites? Fucking course. And folks, I've been telling you forever about how bad Jordan Peterson actually is for young men. Even though he claims that that's one of his main missions is to help all these young men whose society is hurting, who society is left behind. And I've explained before exactly why it's bullshit, but this article from Daily Beast actually does a great job of explaining some of it. So I thought I'd read you part of this article. It helps illustrate my point beautifully. A key component of his initial rise was his fierce opposition to Bill C-16. Mm, that's not what I want to read. Let's see, where is it? Where does it start? That's a long fucking article. Okay, here we go. I'm like, I don't want to read all this now that I think about it. I don't want to read you the whole thing. Basically, the gist of it is the real problem that makes these young men so insecure is mostly financial. According to a Pew study in 2019, among adults who live with a partner they aren't engaged or married to, but who would like to get married one day, the most commonly cited reason why not are that either they are they or their partner isn't financially ready, according to a survey published in the New York Times the year before. Couples who want kids but don't have them or who haven't had as many as they would like cite primarily financial reasons for that, too. The most commonly cited reasons are almost all economic. Childcare is too expensive, worried about the economy, can't afford more children, waited because of financial instability, not enough paid family leave, and no paid family leave. Out of the top eight most commonly cited reasons, the only one that's not straightforwardly economic is want more time for the children I have. It's hard to imagine Peterson's dream of enforced monography being realized in the 21st century. Uh, let me skip that part. Um, so basically, instead of pointing out that it's wealth inequality that's hurting all these young men, that's making them feel so desperate, so out of sorts, so left behind. But instead, he praises the policy record of Trump administration, which was in practice a four-year orgy of tax cuts, union busting, and deregulation. And he wants the next president to be Ron DeSantis, who was against a minimum wage hike that was overwhelmingly approved by voters in the state. In other words, he's all in for the politicians who want to make the problem he cries about worse. 
He's right that many young men, and while we're at it, young women, don't have much hope about their futures. But with friends like Peterson, they don't need enemies. And this is exactly 100% correct. He's got his. He's a millionaire, and like most millionaires, he wants to do everything he can possibly can to ensure he doesn't have to pay an extra dime in taxes. He doesn't give a fuck about you. If he cared about you, he would actually be supporting the policies that economically help you. But he doesn't. Instead, he feeds off you like this soulless fucking benzoed-out vampire he is. Wake up, shitheads! And speaking of white nationalists and uh, incels who would be friends uh, and fans of Jordan Peterson, this is the kind of uh, shit that the anti-feminist narrative people like Jordan Peterson spread causes. Here he is blaming everything on uh, feminism. And what do you think the solution is, according to this guy? It all started with, uh, you know, allowing women to wear pants <laughs> and not and not wearing long skirts. And you can see the, the, the change in the way that they dress. A lot of that started with the women's liberation movement. And so a lot of people say, hey, you know, it's, it's second wave feminism. That's the issue. It's third wave feminism. That's the issue. No, it's not. It's all feminism from the very beginning of the suffragettes all the way up until now. It's all of that. This is all the root cause of those things that I mentioned. A lot of people don't like to hear it, but it's completely the truth. And men know it. Men know it. I don't know it. Even if they don't want to admit it or not. I don't care about that. I just don't know it. All right. So let's... um. That's why we have to go back. That's why we have to go back 100 years. That's why we have to go back. That's why we do, in fact, have to start taking away rights it all starts yeah take away right go back 100 years folks before the civil rights movement you know hey i love black folks i think everybody should own a couple <laughs> let's go back folks yeah fuck everything about you motherfucker fuck this bullshit god damn it and you guys see this one this happened yesterday i believe Group flies Confederate flag banner over TIAA bank fields ahead of games. Super cool, conservatives. Yeah, Destiny, the Jags offense wasn't the only statement at the bank today. And in fact, it's become quite the place to make a statement as of late. Everyone remembers we're just a couple of uh, weeks removed, about a month removed from when anti-Semitic messages were projected on the side of the bank after the Georgia-Florida game. And then today we saw uh, that banner fly over with the Confederate flag saying, put the monuments back. Uh, and that was uh, just about an hour, hour and a half before kickoff, right around the time that it started raining. Uh, how about go fuck yourself? Uh, no, they ain't coming back, motherfuckers. Get used to it. Once again, it's curious how they're so in love with this very short time period. Like the Confederacy was only around for like six years, man. My channel is now more than double the age the Confederacy was. Yet this is the one single tiny time period they want to celebrate constantly. Hmm, wonder what it was about that particular time period you guys love so much. Can't put my finger on it. It's a mystery. And, all right, that's my chud watch, folks. Hey, pretty good one tonight. I got to take caffeine pills more often. I feel so much sharper tonight. What you dirty sexies got to say? Go back to the dark ages. That's what they want. They regress regression. They're regressives. If they get their fucking way, that's exactly what they'll do. 
Yeah, pants. Evil pants. I hate for women to be comfortable. God forbid. You mentioned Pete. You're, you mentioning Peterson, Pastor Joe Olstein tells people how to make money, but he didn't allow his parishioners in his church during a hurricane. Christian love, yeah. Christians are so unlike the Christ they pretend to worship. And, all right, folks, get your super chats in, folks. Do it to it. You know you want to. We got a couple more sections, so be sure to support the show and get your super chats in. I would very much appreciate it. Uh, support it last chance to get your super chats in and uh i'm gonna speed run through the end of this here because we only we have two heroes actually we have three heroes i guess i'll play the hero song i love it anyway uh sexy ass billy bowie you guys know you love him oh that reminds me somebody sent oh, i forgot to show you oh let me see if i can reach back here for it see if i can do this without busting my ass so this came in the mail for me today um, all right, let, let, let me play the let me play the Heroes intro, and then we'll talk about this. We can be heroes just for one day. Yeah, we can. Can be heroes, and uh, let's switch over to here. Boom! Don't look. Don't look at my speakers back there and my wall and everything. Uh, anyway, today I got this in the mail. So it is a, a lion's den. I guess this is 3D printed. I don't know who sent this. I guess, Is it a door knocker? Is that what this thing is? I'm not 100% sure what this is. I guess, oh, it looks like a door knocker. And I'm guessing this is from the movie Labyrinth? Speaking of uh, Billy Idol, who was the star of the movie Labyrinth, you can fact check me on that. That's 100% correct. Billy Idol, uh, my biggest hero. I think I would know. He's the star of Labyrinth. Uh, they sent me this. No name on it. I don't know who sent it. But it came with a little piece of paper that says, The Movie with Billy Idol. So I assume this has to be something from Labyrinth? Pretty cool. I don't know who said it, but I got it. And uh, I guess this, let's see. Let's go into the mouth. This is a door knocker. Let's see here. I don't want to break it. Is that how it goes? All right. Boom. There we go. I guess it's a door knocker with a lion's face. Anybody more familiar with the movie? I mean, obviously, I've seen the movie a million times because I'm such a, a Billy Idol fan. But uh, I guess I forgot the door knocker part. So anyway, I don't know who sent me that, but I got it. And also, uh, thank you to everybody who's been sending me the fan mail. Like, I never in my life thought I'd be fucking getting fan mail, y'all. It just seems so weird to me. Um, but I've been getting fan mail. I've got, got your cards. Uh, people have sent me um, real nice messages and stuff. Let's have a look at a couple of these. Why not? Since I have them right here. This one. Speaking of heroes, you guys are heroes out there. Got this card. It's got a $20 bill on it. So you got to see this. Woohoo! $20. And it says, Hi, Dusty Smith. Just want to say how much I love your show. I live a pretty isolated life and appreciate your show. Thank you. Thank you. Help me. Oh, thank you. Help me. 
hang on to some sanity. Love your cats too. Thanks again. A grateful listener. Didn't tell me who it was, but you sent me money, and that is amazing. Um, and I've got several other ones too, folks, from people sending me money and messages and whatnot. Here's one from Allie Rogers. It's a cat card. And uh, oh, got $25 in it. Woohoo! 25 bucks in there. Hell yeah. I'm in the money. I'm in the money. Says, hello, I'm Allie. My name is Spock Rogers. I hope I'm okay that I read this. Um, anyway, uh, love you. It says their cat died and they love me. And I appreciate it. It was a happy Halloween card. Much obliged to you. Thank you for supporting the show and, and everything. And I got all the other ones you sent. I have read them, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to read them on the, um, I am illiterate. I hope that it's okay for me to read them on the air, and I did get them. I appreciate them, and thank you guys for sending me the fan mail. It means a lot. I, like I said, I never in a million years thought I would get fan mail or anything. It definitely seems weird to me that I have fans. I don't even like think of myself that way. I always tell people when they compliment me uh, that it feels like they're talking about somebody else, and it really does. Um, so I don't know how to handle that, but thank you. I do appreciate it. And uh, first off, on the heroes list tonight, over there in Berlin, they definitely know how to fucking send a message. Somebody's broadcasting with, I guess, a, a laser projector. The wrong Amazon is burning onto Amazon headquarters. And holy shit, that's a message. Love to see that. You go, heroes. And then Trudeau was on Drag Race. Justin Trudeau, which is good. It's really good. We need more of this. More politicians out there trying to normalize this stuff. Trying to stop the hate. We need some counter-narratives to all the right-wing hate being spread on Twitter. All the violent rhetoric. Trudeau says, thank you for having me. And thank you for what you're doing. Because you're making a difference. You're showing people around the world that you can be who you are. And that you can be proud of it. Canada's Drag Race. So you go, Trudeau. I know that all the righties are going to have their uh, jimmies rustled. I know that Jordan Peterson is uh, doing a double dose of benzos today, just crying in a soup. And I love it. Make him cry harder, Justin. Pretty good. And the last up on the heroes is one from Sean. Sean. You guys know Sean is? Sean makes some good videos. I don't think Sean likes me very much, but that's okay. You don't have to fucking like me, Sean. I still like you anyway, motherfucker. And Sean says, I don't. So this is a sarcastic post that he's posting as if he is a right-wing person. And he's doing this to sarcastically mock him. Sean says, I don't want to be right or left, but the left's wokeness has gone too far. So I was pushed to the right. Curiously, I do not get pushed leftwards when right-wingers do mass shootings targeting minorities. That isn't too far. Yeah, right? A blue-haired college girl made a funny face on a video. She looks so triggered. So the left is so crazy, they're pushing me. And yeah, I mean, some right guy went to a gay bar and murdered a bunch of gay people. Sure, another guy went to Walmart, murdered a bunch of black folks. Walked into a church, murdered 12 black folks. Sure, right-wing douchebags are pushing the worst evil humanly imaginable. I never, never let that push me to the left at all. 
But oh my god, some lefty said something I thought was really silly, so you guys are forcing me to be right wing. No, you are always a giant piece of shit, and you're obviously just looking for a fucking excuse to assuage your guilt and explain away why you're such a human piece of fucking garbage. Everybody goddamn sees through that. Nobody believes you. Talking to you, Joe Rogan. And Tasso says, a girl dyed her hair blue. That made me tweet white supremacy talking points. And Mike all said, Nazis are bad, but I really like that one picture of the lip having a meltdown. So I made my choice. And it's exactly right. You have made your choices. We know what you're all about. And uh, it ain't good. It ain't good, to be honest with you. You might want to do better. And that is my quick heroes. Let's jump into some trash world real quick. Trash world! Trash world! It's dumpster fire! It's hellish! Trash world! Trash world! Everything sucks! All of the time! Trash world! Trash world! And first off, all tonight's trash world! Did you guys hear about this crazy ass story? Well, nah, I'm not gonna show this. Uh, I have another article about that same story I'll show with you guys in a minute. No reason to double dip. Did you guys see this one? Fucking police in Seattle putting out this tweet with the uh, the triggered lefty. Remember I even showed you guys the video and this girl was actually very calm. She wasn't triggered at all. She just made a funny face while she was calmly explaining some of the people and they used her as the face to mock the left. Well, uh, Seattle Police Officers Guild jumping on the bandwagon. Says, brand new episode of HTL with M. Salone. Mike sits down with professor and atmospheric scientist Cliff Mass to discuss how wokeness has infected universities like the University of Washington and how it has affected public safety. Watch now and ACAB defund these motherfuckers. Like, like you guys aren't already hated enough. What is your fucking problem? Why would you tweet out shit like this? Just garbage. And as Brett Hamill says, it's probably not optimal that our police guild's timeline is like watching the radicalization of an incel spree shooter. But it's not surprising. And just like any spree shooter, they're just going to stand outside and uh, let him do his thing. Fucking chicken shits. And uh, yeah, this is the story, folks. You guys hear about this one. Ex-Virginia trooper dies in a shootout. After killing family of teen, he had catfished. Holy God. A Virginia law enforcement employee was killed in a shootout with deputies in California after he allegedly killed the mother and grandparents of a teenager he had catfished online, police said Sunday. Austin Lee Edwards, a former trooper with the Virginia State Police who was working for the Washington County Sheriff's Office, was accused of driving off with the girl after the killings, police said. Officers were initially called to the La Sierra South neighborhood in Riverside, California on Friday just after 11 a.m. to check on the welfare of a girl who appeared distressed while getting into a red Kia Soul with a man, the Riverside Police Department said in the news release. While officers were responding, police began to receive calls about a structural fire just a few houses away from where the welfare call was reported, they said. The Riverside Fire Department arrived at the resident to find a fire on the first floor. When they entered, they discovered three adults lying on the ground, police said. Their bodies were pulled outside where it was determined they were victims of an apparent homicide. 
During a preliminary investigation, detectives found out that the girl described in the initial welfare call had lived at the house where the three people were found dead. Authorities were also able to identify the man she was seen with as 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards of North Chesterfield, Virginia, who detectives learned had worked for the Virginia State Police until being re recently employed at the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Virginia. Several hours later, authorities were able to track Edwards' vehicle as he was driving with the team through San Bernardino County in the unincorporated area of Kelsey. So when deputies with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office Department caught up to Edwards, the suspect fired gunshots at them. Yeah, shooting at his own. That's great. Before being fatally shot by at least one deputy, police said Edwards was pronounced dead on the scene. They said the team was not physically harmed and was placed into protective custody of Riverside County Department of Public Social Services. Detectives determined Edward had met the female teenager through the common form of online deception known as catfishing where someone pretends to be a different person than they actually are. So, crazy shit, folks. Uh, you got to watch who you're talking to you online. You got to watch your kids are talking to you online. This horrific story. This girl going to be in therapy for the rest of her goddamn life. Just a horrific bullshit. And ACAB, as always, uh, fuck the police. And we got one, one, uh, got one what the fuck tonight. Let's go ahead and watch the one what the fuck. Not even going to play the what the fuck thing. So, let me make it big so you guys. Am I going to cover it up? No, I'm not covering it up. So, uh, I don't know if you guys are like me, but don't you hate it? Like when you're in the line to check out and like people behind you, especially old people, come crowd you like you're not moving fast enough with no respect at all for your space. No, sometimes, sometimes it just makes me wanna. Sometimes it just makes me wanna. No, not that, not that. What the fuck are you doing? I meant say something. I meant say something. Not knock old people out. No, no, never, people, never, never. And that was probably Russia. I think that was Russia, folks. And uh, don't crowd people in Russia. I guess is the uh, moral of that story. And. Uh, then let's do a quick slow news with Dusty Smith. Yeehaw! I only got one slow news with Dusty Smith. And who loves overtime, folks? You love overtime and uh, a very short overtime tonight. We are going to do a quick Q&A, so reward me for overtime. Last chance to get in your super chats. But we've talked about this before, folks, and I read this, and uh, it made me think about this again. Holy shit, this got 162,000 likes. I guess a lot of people are feeling the same way. Nick Diller says, yo, what the fuck? Just saw a stat that said only 30 to 50% of people have an internal dialogue. There's really 50% plus of the population out there walking around with nothing going on in their head. Everything is starting to make more sense. And I feel the same fucking way. We talked this before, but like I have an internal dialogue in my head going on all the time. In fact, it is telling me what to say right now. I'm literally just repeating what the voice in my head is saying. Now, I'm like delayed, like just a, a microsecond from what it is saying, but I'm just literally translating what it's saying. And the voice is always talking in my head. I'm like, how is that not normal for everybody? How do you even know what to do if the voice is not telling you what to do? I mean, like, I just had a normal running dialogue in my head. Like, it's, like when I have to go to the bathroom, the voice is like, hey, you got to pee. 
Get your ass up to go pee. All right. You got to climb out of bed. All right. Well, don't run into that TV right there. Walk around it. All right. Now go through the cat room to get to the bathroom. Uh, this cat room smells like shit. You need to clean this cat room. All right. Uh, you're in the bathroom now. Holy fuck. The light's not working. God damn. Why's the light not working in the bathroom? Oh, well, just pee anyway. You'll be fine. You'll probably hit the toilet. And then, oh, my God, I just pissed all over the wall. Fuck my life. You know. Normal dialogue that everybody has in their head. How do you live? How do you live with that dialogue playing in your head, folks? I just imagine you people, like, when you have to go to the bathroom, like you're laying in bed, like the undertaker, just staring at the ceiling, nothing going on in your mind, and then you have to pee, and so, like, you just lean up like the undertaker, not say anything, and then you get out of bed, and like a robot, just walk to the bathroom, and then... Take your pee and then come back and then lay back down and lay fucking back down like the Undertaker and stare up at the ceiling. Is that what it's like? How do you do anything without the thoughts in your head? I don't understand. I can only think you guys must have an eternal dialogue in your head. You just don't understand what the fuck we're talking about when we say that. I don't get it, folks, but uh, somebody explain this to me. And one more to finish this out with, folks. It's a beyond parody. And, uh, the men's rights incels are back at it, and they're making some idle-ass threats. This guy says, get on board with what men want or die alone, ladies. Men are not changing. And uh, Beatrice Kiddo says, yeah, we're okay with this arrangement, dude. Yeah, we're not the only ones going to die alone. That's going to be you. Don't change. Keep in yourself. And uh, you will also fucking die alone. They have vibrators and shit. They don't need you anymore. Better change, man. That's all I'm saying. And all right, folks, that's it. Another successful episode of the world's greatest show. Let's read the Super Chats. Overtime, and I'm doing my homework while catching up. Love the show. Hey, the show loves you. Celestial Angel, good to see you tonight. Phoenix Rising. Keep making the best show on the internet. Love you. Hey, I will keep doing what I do as long as you keep supporting me. Appreciate you guys. Spooky action at a distance. 11-11. Hi, Dusty. Hi, Spooky. This is a reward for being smart and funny and about as cute as the day is long. Oh, my God. You're so honest. You are a national treasure, sir. I appreciate you. You're a national treasure, Spooky. Cole James, $3. Hey, that's generous. Peace, Cole James. You're one of the good ones. Kari Lake, she about to lose a job remix. Does she even have a job, the straight shooter? And Spooky at a distance, how great thou art. I am pretty great. And welcome to the Dust Buddies. Everybody become a Dust Buddy, $2.99 a month. You know you want to do it. Hugh Allen, never knew Apple donated 97% to Democratic causes. Love my iPhone even more now. Yep. Makes me want to buy an iPhone, but not really. I just have a, a shitty Android because I very rarely ever use it. Um, I only use it to play like music in my car. So uh, it's good for that. Alif Muhammad, I'll make your Elon theme song if you let me know which song you're referencing not, it's not a theme song. It's an intro. You know, like the intro videos I do to my like little 10 seconds. You know, like trash world, trash world. You know, the, the graphic. I need a graphic. I don't even need the song. Like, I'll just sing over it. He shall be Elon. So when you see me the graphic, I'll just sing over. But it's the graphic part I need. So somebody who's good at making graphics, just make that for me and send it to me, please. If you would. If you don't want to, that's cool. Whatever, motherfuckers. Whatever. That awkward moment when you agree with Ben Shapiro. I know, right? I can't believe I agree with Ben Shapiro. So, like, and then it was so right there that it made my P word a little wet, to be honest with you. Was just standing up for the right of trans kids to feel welcome in the library at a village hall meeting. Have this for the cats. Say, thank you, Sinon. 
Appreciate you, hero. Doing good out there. Keep it live for $5. Hey, Dusty, forgot about the show tonight. Well, no forgiveness. We'll catch up earlier. Part of the show later. All right, fine. Give me $5. I forgive you. And for the front range, Ricky Bobby. Woohoo, Ricky Bobby. One of my favorite movies of all time. Thank you. Very generous tonight. I don't know what to do with my hands. Anything pop up? Nope, nothing popped up. All right, folks, quick Q&A. Hey, uh, please consider becoming a patron. Please. I beg you. I will beg you to you feel awkward, and then you'll do it out of awkwardness. Link in the description of the video to my Patreon, please. A dollar or two, a hundred, a million, but a couple, anything. It all helps, please. Please, please, sir. Can I have some more Patreon? All right. What you guys got to say? Let's see what I've been watching this week. Any porn? Uh, no. Oh, The Strain. Remember? We talked about the last, last show. For some reason, The Strain came out like six years ago. They've had four seasons, and it's the one show I never watched. I have no idea why I didn't watch this show. It's amazing. It's a really fucking good show. Now, I probably didn't watch it because I thought it was about vampires. It is sort of about vampires, but not really. It's a totally different, unique take on vampires. Highly recommended, The Strain. Get off, motherfucker. And uh, what else? Tulsa King with the Sylvester Sloan. It's okay. Actually, this new this recent episode was better. I thought it was pretty good. It was all right. Um, the rest of everything else, I, I watched Andor. It was okay. Like, I don't really get the hype, to be honest with you. It's fine. Um, it's pretty. It's shot well. I don't know. Looks good on my uh, HDTV. But that's about it. So let's read from the Dirty Sexies. After Friday's show, the algorithm sent me some craziness by Burn Coalition called Dusty Smith is an arrogant radical atheist. What the hell did you do to them? I don't know, but there's all kinds of hate videos everywhere about me. I don't even, it is what it is. It's uh, part of the territory when you're a YouTube influencer. Do you ever watch Thunderfoot stuff on Elon? I have read, I watched, uh, I don't know if he has anything like in the last couple weeks, but his uh, really popular, slightly older videos about Elon were very good. It points out the grift in beautiful detail. Anything else? All right. And this one is Cray. Yep, everything is Cray. Werewolves can kill vampires. All right, Herschel Walker. Mods do rock. Hey, thank you, Mods. You guys are amazing. Appreciate you making the show what it is. What's your favorite intro song? Uh, Probably religious bullshit is good. No, I, I don't know. Oh, the one that sounds the best is uh, the hero song because I'm belting that out and I actually do an okay job at that. So I kind of like that. Um, Strigio is a vampire in Romania, which is what they're called in the strain. All right. That's good to know. Got some good actors in that show. I like it. Balls itch. Oh, sorry. Didn't have to. Didn't want to scratch my balls there on camera. But I did. Uh, mods are awesome. They are. They are awesome. And, all right. Let's see. Anything else I want to tell you guys before I get the fuck out of here? Anything else going on that's interesting? Mm, not really. And, hey, I think we fixed the audio problems, folks. I think we did it. Fuck Yeah. I'm so excited. I bought a brand new computer and everything that hasn't even come in yet for no reason. Hooray for me. I guess I'll use it for uh to generate AI porn or something. I don't know. I'll figure something else to do with it. Ivy Evans, watcha, watching, and when you gonna watch Half Bad, The Bastard Sound of the Devil on Netflix. Hey, I did actually look that up. That's on my to-do list. Maybe I'll check that out after I watch The Strain. I have to catch up. I'm only on season two of The Strain, so I'm working on it. Skyrim! I'm about to play Skyrim again in VR. That is uh, in my future plans. 
Even though I have before, I'm going to do it again. Barnabas! I remember Barnabas. What was that? Uh, Dark Shadows, right? Hell yeah, Dark Shadows was awesome back in the day. I cried when they canceled it. Like, literally, I was a kid. I was a little kid, and they canceled it. And they canceled it on a cliffhanger. And I was, like, so excited because I love that show. And then they come back, and I was like, I can't believe they canceled it. I'm never going to find out what happened to Barnabas. I was such a pussy when I was a kid. Sensitive. I'm overly sensitive, folks. How's the book coming? God damn it. I need to finish the fucking book. I keep waiting for these AI programs to get better. They used, they just released Stable Diffusion 2.0. I can't get it to make the fucking pictures I want. God damn it. So I, I need to just fuck it. I just need to do, I just need to put it out. I just need to print out what I have and just and just send it out. I, I'm starting to feel like a criminal at this point. I'm starting to feel like people pay me $20 for this book and I just stole their fucking money. That's what I feel like. I feel like a piece of shit. So I am I, I'm not I'm gonna do it. I promise you I'm gonna do it. Please, please forgive me. Great job on debunking documentary. I appreciate it. Everybody disagrees, but that's fine. I love you, Jenny Rude. Great show, which you already know. Hey, I actually felt great tonight. Felt way better than last time. I think the uh, keto diet was making me feel bad. People were like, Dusty, the keto diet is not good to do long term. I never said do it long term. I wouldn't do the keto diet more than two months. But for two months, it's a great way to lose weight very quickly, and uh, it's effective, and it's safe. I looked it up and did the research, so uh, do, your, do your research. And all right, folks, hey, that's my show. I sure the fuck appreciate you guys. You're amazing, and you're loved. So uh, I'll be back on Friday, 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 if not sooner, but probably Friday, for another episode of the greatest show in the history of mankind. Thank you, everybody who supported the show. You guys are fucking amazing. Heroes to one and all. And make sure no uh, super chats. Nope, no super chats came up. All right, let's play some song off my uh, SoundCloud. Hey, uh, my SoundCloud has all my shows on it. If you guys want to listen without seeing my beautiful face, which is uh, blasphemy. I don't know why the fuck you want to do that. But if you do, it's also available on Spotify uh, and Apple and shit. So you can listen to me on there if you want to. Oh, the Dusty Smith Show. So let's do Little Brother tonight. An original song by Dusty Smith available on my SoundCloud. Good night, everybody.